It's Monday, July 20th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss saying goodbye to good friends. They're not dead, they're just back in Toronto. Kanye's first presidential campaign rally, the escalation of the ongoing mask wars, the Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and more. And we kick it off with Paul Hampsey. This is a tune uh, crying out, calling out, reaching out for someone who might take care of Big Sally. Won't you water big old Sally when I'm gone? She don't take to drinking alone. Sit for a while if you're able. I will leave a fresh bottle on the table. Say hello to my sweet pea when I'm away. She needs loving every other day. And if you should get caught up in her vine. I'll thank you to remember she is mine I've been traveling on the road Won't you care for my garden? I've been dreaming of sweet rosemary Tangled up in creeping time And keeping secrets from my English ivy when I get back, things are getting lively Working on a plan to surprise her I'm bringing home a load of fertilizer I've been traveling on the road Won't you care for my garden? I've been dreaming of sweet rosemary Tangled up in creeping time I've been traveling on the road won't you care for my garden? I've been dreaming of sweet rosemary Tangled up in creeping time Won't you water the old Sally when I'm gone? She don't take to drinking alone Sit for a while if you're able I will leave a fresh bottle on the table A Mickey of five star right there on the table Now, why don't we do a take Taz, wait a minute, let's start again Hello, hello <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary This is Alex Nussbaum This is Jason Fraser This is Matt O'Brien Hey, this is Ray Zwicker Alright world, my name is Cal Post Guys, this is Christina Walken This is Eddie Delisepi This is Adrian Spencer uh, My name is Timo And you're listening to the Julian Dion Camp You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? Podcast. We're listening to the... Comedy <laughs> hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and <laughs> Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is john paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like to, that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay. 
morning monday july 20th how is that possible huh buddy yeah buddy two three all right okay feel it we are live broadcasting of course live from lemon press studios in the beautiful gatineau hills hey 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 is jen grant with us oh yes she is Welcome, everybody. Sorry for being late. We are a little late this morning. Tardy, as they say. Sweet, two, three. Such a waste of time. Not too bad, though. Five minutes late, we came on live. Mm-hmm. The pre-show song by the wonderfully talented Mr. Hamsey. Mm. Paul Hamsey. Yeah, Hamsey. very good. That song is about his plant, Sally. Every time he leaves on the road, he feels bad. So he tries to get somebody to water big old Sally when he's gone. Cute. V cute. Cute AF, anyway, was uh, having <laughs> technical difficulties this morning because um, I'm still using my old computer. I got my brand new MacBook Pro in the so mail exciting. on Friday. Waste of time. All right. But the thing is, with these new MacBook Pros, they don't have USB connections. They don't have any connections other than four Thunderbolt collect connections, which is it's like a smaller kind of USB. So to plug anything in, Ethernet, more USB, because my mixer is USB, so it has to go to a USB. So you have to get an adapter to go from Thunderbolt to USB. Oh, the things you need Thunderbolt to Thunderbolt to Ethernet. So I ordered it. It's on the way. Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. <laughs> I'm sounds so like glad a, that you do all that stuff. Sounds e- like a wrestler. Like this This is the Thunderbolt. I, I ordered the one for the Ethernet to plug the internet directly into my thing. I apologize for our audio listeners. I'm just showing what it is. It's smaller than a USB. Of course, audio versions of this show is available on demand as around 9.30 a.m. Mondays through Friday. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Google, Apple, all the places. Apple. Apple. Oh, yeah. Did I not say Apple? No, you did. I just was repeating it because the way you said it was funny. Oh, Google and Apple. Google and Apple. And, of course, live on Facebook, Mondays through Fridays at 7-ish a.m. That's right, Julian. (laughs) I wanted to go live at... Just before, I like to go at 6.55, so we play, could play, play the pre-show, and then we're actually starting at 7, but... Yep. Whatevs McGivs. But, so when do you expect to have all of the equipment to use your laptop? Next couple of days, it should be delivery, delivered. It'll track my deliveries and fill you in. But I can't wait. It's so fast. Sleek. Oh, it's so exciting. New MacBook, you open it. It's yeah. me typing. It's so fresh. It's like a fresh start. It's almost intimidating. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, ooh. Uh, Like I'm setting it up. I'm like, uh, it's almost too much machine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm freaking tired today. Really? Yes. Pourquoi? Yes, queen. Well, we had some guests this weekend. Mm -hmm. This is the beauty with um, having an apartment, a separate apartment in your house. (laughs) A nice... Why was that funny? Because the apartment. Oh. Well, I just mean like we can social distance and then have dinners outside and stuff. So, you know, it makes uh, things possible during COVID phase three. We Yes, we are COVID-19 phase three. Too many numbers. Hmm. Yeah, my uh, my brothers, Chris Rice and, uh, well, I shouldn't say the full names. Chris and Justin. We'll just call them Chris and Justin. 
Their names are made up <laughs> for the purpose of anonymity. My uh, my guys from Toronto back, uh, you know, as you know, listening to the podcast, we talk about uh, we lived in Toronto for five years and I worked in a Mexican restaurant for five years. So uh, I worked with uh, Chris for almost every day for five years and Justin almost every day for, I don't know, three, four years, something like that. So you really bond with people when you work, especially in the restaurant industry, you work Definitely. long hours, what you're doing is stressful and hard and... Mm-hmm. You, you go through these intense services. You don't even know how you're going to do it. You look at the reservations. It's like, okay, Ugh. we're overbooked. You don't have, there's nobody yet in the restaurant. You know it's going to be a shit show. We're 86 this, 86 that. You're like, okay, we're starting. Two white wines are missing. So you're like ready for stress. And then you get through it somehow, not without screaming at each other, <laughs> telling each other where to go once in a while. But then at the end of the day, you're having a beer outside by the dumpster in the back, and you're like, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> you're all greasy, you reek, and it's, uh, it's so, f- it's, 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 um, well, I know I'm rom- romanticizing it by saying it's fun, because mm-hmm. when you're doing it, it's not really, f- you're not like, oh, this is fun all the time, I want to do this forever, but there are some elements of it that's fun. Yeah, for sure. Like I just said, getting through it and making the cash money. Especially when um, I used to serve before people used cards all the time. Mm-hmm. So you really had a lot of cash. Oh, and yeah. it was exciting to sit at the end of your shift and be like counting all the cash. There's something about cash. That's the best part. It just part. makes it feel exciting. Like it's not as exciting uh, calculating slips. I thought you were going to say slits. <laughs> Like and real cash, cold, hard cash. Kish. I know cash is dirty and gross and it can be, but I, I like, I, I really don't want to go to a complete cashless society. I would hate that. I am bad for that. I rarely have cash. But you like cash though. Love cash. Give like, me some cash. Give me your cash. <laughs> I'll take all of the cash. But you know what's nice? You know what's nice about cash is that they can't track your spending and then advertise specifically to you. Mm. It's manipulative. It's it's like, I mean, in some ways, I guess you could look at it glass half full and think, well, at least you're being advertised for things that you like. Yeah. Which, yeah, there is that positive side to it. But there's something very badass about using cash and just being like, you don't know what I'm spending my money on, bitches. Take that, government. It's true, though. Take that, government, trying to enforce me to wear masks. Yep. Josh says, hey, Josh, good morning, Josh. Josh. He says everyone should have to work in the food restaurant industry. It builds great people. 100%. I think that to graduate from life, so you should graduate from high school. Okay. Okay, Hear me out. Thank you. And then before college or university, you should take six months, three months to travel, three months to work in a restaurant, or six months to travel or work in a restaurant abroad. Because, uh, who's this broad? <laughs> uh, Good morning, Yvonne. The, uh, Evo! Anyway, the, uh, I think she's in Newfoundland right now. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. So it's, uh, 8.50 there, an hour and a half. Oh, Newfoundland's so nice. Yeah, her parents, uh, my aunt and uncle are moving to Moncton. Oh, I'm so excited for them. First time in 20 years. Yeah, it's gonna be, uh, fantastic. I'm very oh, excited I just got them. emotional saying that for some reason. Yeah, well, because uh, you're gonna see... You're going to see them, be able to see every... It's nice when everyone's in one place, you know? Yeah, they lived in Moncton for, for many, many, many years. Growing up, my childhood, I always had my uh, uncle and aunt in, in Moncton, and then they moved away about 20 years ago. And uh, my uncle was, would always come to our uh, camp on the uh, weekends, skiing and in the summer fishing. He taught me how to gut my first first fish, Uncle Danny. You know how to do that? Oh, yeah. He taught me with a pair of scissors. It's the best way. Wow. I'd fish trout in the thing and he showed me. He's like, you just flip it upside down. You enter the scissors in their genitalia and cut along. Oh my God. You use your thumb and put it in the gills and break their neck. How old were you? 12, 13. Were you grossed out or did you feel bad for the fish at all? Not really. I feel like now I'd be like, ugh. But back then I was just like, I, I so wanted to learn the traditions and be like my dad and his brothers that... 
anything like to to make me on their level i was yeah. happy anyway so he uh, yeah he showed me and my friend uh who's also named danny how to gut a fish wow easiest with scissors right there as soon as you catch it clean it for the best results anyway yvonne did you did your dad teach you how to do that as well i'm just curious she says 25 years in moncton 20 in gander yeah yeah so my whole life uh, uh well f- if that's 20 so they moved away when i was uh 16 mm-hmm. anyway so it's great that they'll be back um in moncton maybe he can teach me how to uh, got uh, another animal. I was trying to <laughs> trying to be funny. I can't think of anything right now. I'm so tired. Maybe you can teach him how to gut an avocado. Yeah. You know what I mean. I do. You're not. You're not vegetarian. Not at all. But you know what I mean. I do know uh, what you mean. So Go Yvonne, ahead. Yvonne said, "Poor delicious fish," and then she said, "I went fishing once, and fell in." So <laughs> I guess no. <laughs> so anyway, on the weekend. Well, we talked about it Friday because they were here. They got here Thursday night after we went to bed. So we saw them Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Quickly before the show, Chris and Justin. hadn't seen them since... I've seen them... I go to Toronto and play Absolute Comedy about once a year. So they usually come out... Justin worked there, actually, and and Chris would come out to some shows. But I sporadically saw them since uh, leaving the restaurant industry in Toronto. And so they came on the weekend. It was so much fun. We just, you know, barbecued, ate so much food, went floating on the river, which was hilarious because, you know, <laughs> like I said, when you when you know people that well, when you bond over five years, you're like brothers. There's no filters. And so, and so, uh, we fought the whole time on the river. Like just <laughs> bickering, bickering, and it's always when there's three people, the dynamic is everybody takes their turn being at the at the brunt of it. Brunt of it, like it's always two against one, and it just rotates. And uh, this poor family was on the river having this wholesome moment. That, that, like they each had a paddleboard. They had four kids and two adults, and they're just like floating. And for some reason, the current made it so that we just circled this family in this deflating float. Just circling around them. <laughs> we had beers. I was drinking non-alcoholic Heineken's, of course, but there was like cans of beer floating in our thing. It was like just a mess. We had loud music playing on it. We're fighting. We're just like ruining this family's <laughs> day. <laughs> and they're just like laughing and every once in a while looking at us. And then we <laughs> we'd fight over who could who would row because the current would take us to the side. And then I'd be like, Okay, let's go this way and start rowing. And I'm like giving directions, and Chris is like, look at this guy, he must be torture being this guy, just always high strung, I'm like, all right, fine then, I'm just gonna kick my feet up, I'm not doing anything, I'm taking, he's like, you need to take a load off, I'm like, fine, so I'm like, like a child, I'm like, just lying on the, on the floaty, I'm like, nope, I'm not rowing anything, so then, (laughs) so they had to row, and then there was fighting, and And did you start drift? The reason you have to row is because sometimes it'll drift over to the side where there's like driftwood and like there's some rocks and you don't want to hit other people and yeah, you don't want to also just end up sometimes the, the, uh, current will just take you to people's docks. Like that happened yeah, yeah. too. I was with my sister and uh, my niece and we're on the raft and it was drifting over to someone like you, you get too relaxed for too long, just sipping away at your beer and relaxing in the sun. It's so relaxing. But then you're like, Oh, I better start paddling because I'm like right next to a family enjoying their afternoon on their private dock. So, and then and then you can't wait too long because then you're scrambling to try to catch up yeah. to really get because it's it isn't it isn't super easy to get movement on that raft. No, got, well, we have, have the shittiest to our Apple and. Google and Spotify audio listeners, we just cut out there for a brief second. We are back. This is why I can't wait to use the new computer. It's mm-hmm. it's like right here, ready to go, but I'm like, I don't have the proper things. Well, maybe later this week. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Derek gave us, um, Derek Sagan, our buddy, gave us like two like child, child yellow 
Ors? Am I saying that right? Yep. And when we were there three, four weeks ago, he's like, could you guys use these? And they're like these little Fisher Price, literally like hollow inside. And I'm just like, I'm too nice. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> we'll use them. And then. Do you think they'd be good for the dinghies? I don't think so. They're really. Uh, Shitty? Yeah. They're just like, I don't know, the shape of them, I think. Uh what we need is like a large, like a long telescopic ones that you use on your paddle boards. Okay. By the way, a grown man on a paddle board looks ridiculous. I don't know why. Really? It's so fun. I've And I do it. I love it. I've rented them. and But I don't know, with the two feet together and the long thing, like this guy, this guy came by and chirped us because Chris wasn't rowing, was in the back. He's like, is there a celebrity, a celebrity on board? What's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, you, your two feet are like stuck together. You look ridiculous. Well, mostly, I think that was mostly a chirp at Chris, right? Yeah. But uh, anyway, what a great weekend. They ended up staying an extra day because there's a tornado warning in Toronto yesterday and everything. But uh, so they stayed and I'm glad we had a nice dinner, a feast yesterday. And then we say goodbye last night and I was like all emotional. I was like, oh my God, because, you know, it was really fun the weekend because you're really in that world again. I was like, I felt like it was like worlds colliding. Never would have uh, I've thought my Toronto friends would see this life, this Wakefield life. Yeah, it feels so different from Toronto That too. we've built for ourselves. Yes, and, and you know, Toronto was fun and everything, but obviously this is a, a million times better. Um, you know, it's more driving in our lives because of, not even actually. We drove a lot when we were in Toronto too, for gigs and such. Mm-hmm. And... Um, But yeah, when they're here and you're kind of like, you pick up right where you left off. There's no weirdness. Like I said, brothers are like family. And um, you just feel like you're in that life again. And it's it's all you're bringing up really are good memories and funny memories and laughs and laughing. And then, and then, uh, so last night around 930, I'm going to bed because we wake up early. And uh, I went down, say goodbye, then I'm back in bed. I'm like, Jen, geez, I'm going to miss these guys. It feels, I was all like uh, heavy hearted. I'm like, because then I'm feeling the separation of the worlds again, where Toronto's going back to Toronto, we're staying here. Then it's like, oh, it's a thing of the past again. Like it was, the Toronto life was, uh, uh, we were living it like in the present moment by reliving memories and and, uh, just being around those guys and talking, just laughing all weekend, and then it's like, oh, or this—it's like felt like I was leaving Toronto all over again. Even though mm-hmm. I don't miss Toronto. Yeah, exactly. I just we had we did have five years there of of uh, great memories and yeah, lots of fun. So it's just like, and then I was like, we're going to bed, and they're downstairs watching TV, and I'm like, uh, should I go down and like hang out? Like they're just there, and they're gonna leave. I don't know when I'll see them again. Yeah. So uh, and also, whenever the time that you guys did spend together was very concentrated too, because think about how often in your adult life do you spend that long together that many times a week? Like, you spent more time with them than you did with like some of your uh, oldest, closest friends in New Brunswick. You mean when when we were in Toronto? Yeah, yeah, like literally. There's like that that you don't forget those times and you don't realize the um brevity would you say like you don't realize how intense it is until you look back so it can have that and you'll never you probably on some level not to get too deep or sad but on on some level you're probably realizing that's never going to happen again yeah and you know when do you see those guys again yeah you know hopefully i'll be going to toronto soon-ish because um I had a weekend at Absolute Comedy that was canceled because of COVID in mm-hmm. May. I don't know when that will be rebooked, but anyway, it was... Uh, I'm sure they're working on that. Great weekend. Yeah, I sent out a message. I said, I know you have a lot on your plate, but throwing it out there, rebook me, no rush. Mm-hmm. I just got an email back saying K. Thanks. <laughs> 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 right, right away, too. I sent the email at night and like two seconds later, K. Well, Jason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man of few words. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, man of a few words, but a lot of blinks. 
<laughs> he blinks a lot. Well, he's a uh, he's a good guy. He's yeah, I I really like him. He's got a hard exterior. He like he can be mistaken as a, an asshole. People often if they just meet him like quick as a couple times, it's like this guy's a fucking asshole. But when you really get to know him. He's a really good guy. Yeah, Doug says, "Good morning, Doug." Always hard to say goodbye to close friends. It is. Yeah, it is because, like you know. Anyway, yeah, it's but just it's really more than hard. that. It's like the world's again separating. It's like, oh, there goes Toronto yeah. life is back in the past, and this present life that we're living continues, and then that's again just a distant memory. Yeah, like the the five years we had in Toronto was alive this weekend. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh, yes. we're back in that fully, and then now it's again two, three years ago when we left it. It's not even though they just left this morning. The, all the memories that we talked about are back to being. Yeah. Three years ago when we when we moved to Wakefield. And I'm sure they felt the same too, Jules. Yeah. So anyway, it was like uh I'm like, shit. And and you're right. When you work together, I mean, we would work eight, nine, fourteen hour shifts together multiple days a week. Yeah. Intense. And in a small restaurant, like a thirty eight seat restaurant, it's like a house. Mm-hmm. So close quarters and Totally. There's a lot of factors going on. Like anytime you experience something intense with people, you will miss them and you'll have a bond that you don't have with anybody else. It's like when I went to, uh, and I know, I know you'll agree with me because you've done similar things is going to the Middle East and entertaining the troops. I mean, yeah. I never met those people before. So that was a different thing. I'd never met these other entertainers before, but you spend you know, 10 days with them, rehearsing, being in these very uh, extreme yes. situations and you're bonding, you're, you're, you're bonding because you're doing something intense. You're performing right there. That's intense. Uh, but you're in the Middle East and you're like yeah. in the desert with camels and it's like these insane experiences that you'll never forget. Um, and you're performing for the military, which is, I should have led with that. That was the most important thing. And everybody's like, all the military are in the audience and they're there. It was Christmas time too. So add another layer of intensity. Everybody's missing their family. You're entertaining them. You're going through stuff as an artist too, that you're like, I've never performed at this kind of level before where it's all about the audience. It's yeah. all about them. And you have a responsibility to perform like selflessly more selflessly than you ever have yeah. and uh anyways yeah i mean anytime i see those people to this day i'm like oh i feel like they're family that's such a good comparison like i went to latvia for four days only with a band and another comedian and uh we were in riga latvia last year last june Four days, and when we left, we all separated at the Toronto airport. I was flying back to Ottawa. They were going to Montreal. We were all crying. We're like, we'll be in touch forever. This was amazing. I'll miss you guys. <laughs> Never. I, I mean, I, bear, I did talk to a few of them since, but I was like, I'm going to call you guys every day. <laughs> <laughs> but then I did uh, that comedy festival in, in Quebec City last year, and uh, one of the soldiers... Right. Came because they were being in Latvia. They do a, a, a end of tour show every six months because they're on six month tours. So it was the end of the uh, end of the tour. They were going back home in June, and this was in August. So one of the uh, one of the soldiers came to the show, and one of uh, the bass player in the band. So nice. Yeah. So it was great. But yeah, uh, yeah we, it was so, such an intense experience. I'm like, I love you guys, man. This is, I can't believe we have to go our separate ways. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's so I did true. not know these guys on the Wednesday when we met in the airport in Montreal. And on the Sunday, <laughs> we're crying. Let's talk every night. Did you actually every, cry? Yeah, but like a well up, not like full crying. Aww. You know what's interesting? Okay, fine. You guys haven't spoken every day or anything, but I can guarantee you... In 10 years, if you bumped into them. Oh, yeah. You'd be right back to that feeling. 100%. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. Oh, the human connections we make. That's right. In this crazy ride of life. Hi. Hi. I'm Jen Grant. What? What? I confused you. Anyway. Yeah. South of the Border Entertainment uh, as well. 
Let's in politics as always. Kanye Yeezy Kenyi did his first uh, presidential. Oh, he did campaign. Um, so he officially did it. Then he's officially running. Yeah, he did his first campaign rally in South Carolina, and uh, yeah, he talked about abortion and cried. He said uh, he said some controversial things. He said Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had them work for other white people. And so he's facing some backlash for that. But he's he's the type of guy, he doesn't write anything down or think. He just goes off on these tangents and like we'll talk, which is always entertaining. We've seen it on like Ellen. There's that famous one he went. But uh, I'm just going to play a couple clips from this campaign. It's now just a show. The political, yeah, uh, uh, right. The political uh, process in the states. It used to be, you know, respected men of office, uh, you know, public servants. Yeah. Now yeah. it's just celebrities going up and crying just feels and ego- ranting. Egoey. And, yeah. Okay. Anybody like Trump really opened the floodgates for anybody and everybody to run for president. So. I wonder if they felt that way when Ronald Reagan was. I wonder. Yeah, I guess it's been happening. Ronald Reagan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, governor, uh, and then uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, also governor, Al Franken. So there have been some show business people before, but these guys have all done great jobs. Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, I mean, everybody did, except Trump, really, but it depends who you ask, of course. Yeah. And this is Kanye at the. Uh, at his campaign rally. Let me just share the screen. Hopefully it'll... No, we don't want to <laughs> stop the live stream. <laughs> we apologize. And when it cuts out, just rest assured, it, I start it back right can away. They so, can they so you hear don't it miss. when it's cut out? Well, it just stops. So it'll be like, Kanye, and we're back. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's... Uh, but right. they didn't miss anything because my little app on the bottom of my screen on the dock bounces when it does. Okay. So I just click on it and start it again. But any weasel. Any weasel. Here's Kenny. Oh, nothing's working. All right, here we go. When Harry right, let's Tubman. Go so that's a Stephen move. When Harriet Tubman, well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leave it right now. <laughs> so that's a Stephen <laughs> move. That was the Harriet Tubman thing. Let me, uh, are you there? No? Yes, I am. Oh. I just, I was wondering if I had to let, let the dog out. Who? Me, 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 me. I want to find the other clips. See, on Twitter when things... Uh, While you look for the clips, can I let out the pooch? Yeah, sure. Word it in the most elegant way possible. So, so that's a Stephen move. Let me just see here. So if you're just joining us, we are just talking about Kanye's first campaign rally. I just want to pull a couple of clips. Waste of time. Mm, I had them. I had them, but Twitter moves so fast, you just uh, kind of lose them real fast. All right, I'll play this one. I'll play the audio. Most elegant way possible. So, so that's a Stephen move. When Harriet Tubman... Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for other white people. <laughs> that's very rare that a presidential campaign rally filled with your f- supporters and they turn on you like that listen to the groans I mean what is he thinking saying this to a predominantly black crowd <laughs> of course Harriet Tubman Tubman responsible for the un- uh, underground railroad that freed a bunch of slaves I don't know why he's saying this, but... Jen, are you back? Yeah. 
is not the real power. Because the real power that I am putting my life on the life today to speak about, you don't see them. You don't see the real power. You don't know who He's so unprepared. Is. He's just improvising. Are you back, Jen? Yes, I am. Um, I don't think he's going to do well. No, he's just like freestyling at a campaign, which isn't going that well. I mean, he's just about booed there off the top. You missed it because you were outside. You don't know who's targeting you. Black woman in between the ages of 12 to 21 that follows this person in order to buy this product. You don't know who's the head of the boards. What the hell is he talking about? I don't know. And it's risk or it's no not, risk of losing whatever deal possible. He's not I charismatic. Not on the board at I he sounds not on too the board angry. Again. And that has to change today. Or I walk away. Are they applauding at him walking away? Please walk away. No, no. On the bus, the first woman, the first, you know, you know that story where I'm going, right? There was a girl, what, do you remember her name? Rosa. Not Rosa Parks. There was a dark-skinned woman. Uh, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, providing entertainment, I suppose. Anyway. It's not, doesn't feel, char- like, it doesn't, he doesn't come across charismatic to me. Yeah. Or likable. He sounds angry and abrasive. Yeah. But. Anyway, Kanye running for president. Wow. And also. What is going to uh, happen? And uh, Mark Cuban kind of in, in somewhat of a related thing. Someone tweeted at Mark Cuban, of course, owner of the, uh, the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Someone tweeted, I am so ready to be in on this year's Mavericks home stretch. So much promise, so much personality. But the minute one player kneels during the anthem, I'm out. Surely at Mark Cuban, M. Cuban can lead the way for hashtag Mavs, hashtag NBA to do whatever gesture they wish without insulting the nation. Which we all know the kneeling was started by Colin Kaepernick to, to uh, as a form of protest against... Uh, uh, police brutality against uh, black people. Yes, they started kneeling during the national anthem just to show solidarity and, and to, again, protest police brutality. Nothing to do with the military or the country, but somehow it was spun into a disrespect towards the military, which is it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. And then after the whole George Floyd thing, the NFL came out and said we were wrong about Colin Kaepernick because they fired him and they stopped a bunch of people from kneeling and said they would fine players for kneeling. And they the NBA walked that back and they said, you know, actually we were wrong and allowing people to, to, to kneel now. But this guy, Mark Davis, so he goes, I'm so ready to be, uh, whatever. If one player kneels, I am out. And then Mark Cuban just replied to the tweet, bye. Mm. We don't need ya. Which I thought that was great. <sighs> it's really hot in this studio this morning. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> oh my God. It's, I got to figure out a way to get some air in here. It's well, I think pungent. we should, I think we should move anyway. We can talk about this later, but we, I think we should move our studio downstairs. Yep. Very excited to do that. Josh has a good comment. I know another guy who became president who isn't charismatic and always seems angry. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Trump is always angry. Good point, Josh. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, oh okay. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. Here is, <laughs> I did not see that coming. Here's your daily dose for Monday, July 20th. Do you have one? What? Daily dose? Of course. Why? Oh, I don't know because I didn't see that coming. I didn't see the theme song coming. I never know. Oh. I just have to be like, okay, here we go. 
Uh, so this is uh, crazy. I don't think this happens very often, but two houses in Ottawa yesterday early morning during the storm caught on fire because of lightning. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Two. Snap attack. Lightning hit two houses yesterday morning in Ottawa. Firefighters received a 911 call at 6.28 a.m. on reports of smoke coming from the attic of a home in the Ellenville area. There was smoke coming from the eaves. I guess that's the eaves trough? Eaves? Eaves, yeah. And charring on one corner, which is consistent with a lightning strike. The fire was under control in about a half an hour and no one was hurt, so that's good. Firefighters also responded to a 911 call. At 6.33 a.m., about a fire at a home on Prince of Wales Drive. A lightning strike was to blame for that fire, too. Mm. What are the chances? It took uh, just under an hour to get that fire under control, and no one was hurt. But I I think the second fire that I'm talking about here, they did have to move out of their house. The first one, they didn't. Anyway, crazy. That is crazy. Holy crow. Medicine show. That's a serious lightning bolt right there to actually set your house on fire mm-hmm. wow no way i know um some sad news here about an accident that happened over the weekend three people were killed oh. and 14 others suffered life-threatening injuries when a glacier bus carrying tourists to a glacier rolled over oh i know buses where buses in just um south of jasper alberta Buses with Shit. monster truck tires regularly leave from a visitor center and take tourists up a rough road onto the Athabasca Glacier in Jasper National Park. In all, 27 people were aboard when it crashed. Air ambulances from across the province ferried the injured from this remo- remote location. The company reopened the ice field tours about a month ago with 50% capacity after being closed due to COVID-19. The tour has guests drive onto the Athabasca Glacier where they can walk on the glacier and fill their water bottles with pure cold runoff. The vehicle was on its way to the glacier when it crashed. (sighs) There was um, a guy who witnessed it on an earlier bus that must have been a terrible thing to see. He said he believed a rock slide might have played a role. They're doing investigations, but that's what this guy thinks. Shit. He watched the event unfold from the parking lot. No. Oh. I know. He said he, he, we could see the dust and rocks still sliding down the mountain toward the tour bus already rolled over on its roof. The Columbia Ice Field is one of the largest non-polar ice fields in the world, and it's located about... 100 kilometers south of Jasper. Close it then. Who cares about that? Yeah. Like, Why do you need to go up there? Yeah. Just let, let that be. Yeah. Or go up by foot. What? Or let like National Geographic photographers take pictures. Yeah, and watch and it on your TV. Look at it. Yeah. And get some, uh, get the Dasani to go up there and bottle it and drink it. Dasani. Why, why go up there? I know. These I people know. would be alive. I know. Uh, anyway, and also don't forget, even if you did survive it, that's a very traumatic thing, and a lot of them have life-threatening injuries. So you don't know. I mean, they might not have died, but they're affected for the rest of their life. What? So what? So you can have some ice cold water from a glacier? Hmm. Doesn't you're right. Um, unrelated uh, story. There's more and more young people being infected with COVID nineteen now. So they're they're analyzing like this this trend. Where? In the world. No. Oh. Well, uh, maybe it's Canada. I could get more specific about Canada's the story. Canada's so low the numbers right now. Well, doing no, really but well. no, but among the people who are getting it, mm. it's younger people. Um, it's just uh, creating a potential for a s- potential for a severe outbreak. The scientists warn. Oh, fuck. They say that the change in demographics could be attributed to lockdown fatigue, increased testing, or feelings of infin- invincibility. You know, when you're young, you think nothing's ever going to happen to you. Mm, yeah. Young kids, young young kids, don't tend to get violently ill from it. But they will bring it home. And if you have multiple generations or even visitors, you can get that uptick as a result. If we start to see an increase in the younger age category, someone's quoted here, there's no doubt that it'll eventually spread from the parent to the grandparent and it can have severe impacts on an older generation. Mm. Older populations, I should say. So um, basically... 
the data shows from British Columbia, Ontario, all the provinces essentially, that they show an increase in infections in the 20 to 29 age group. The figures also show more women are testing positive for COVID-19. Now, what are the reasons that the the women are one of the, there's a few factors, but one is that there's more women in healthcare uh, professionals or um, in the healthcare uh, sector. Yeah. And also there's more women in old age homes. Right. So that's two of the main reasons. But um, basically, it says the younger age groups are now making up a higher percentage of positive tests, while older age groups are falling overall. So that's a good thing. It's just that now, you know, you you can't, how do you talk to someone? I know that not all young 20-some-year-olds are the same. I know there's some more mature than others, but I know that in general, uh, myself included when I was in my 20s, I didn't really listen to people that oh, well. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. Because I just thought I knew everything. And, um, you know, we see people around here on the weekends in their 20s. They are not social distancing. They don't care. They're all... And there was a lot of police at the um, at the river trying to get bars open, like where it's... Sorry, hmm? audio cut out, we're back. Yeah, they shouldn't have bars open. I mean, really, what's the point? I mean, I feel bad for all those bar owners that have businesses, but... You know, when you start drinking, you're going to, everybody knows that's the point of drinking is that you, you stop caring about things. Mm-hmm. And so, and you get more affectionate, you make m- mistakes. That's the whole thing. Um, so that's something that young people need to, to watch out, or maybe the older people in those younger people's lives should try to talk to them. But, you know, I mean, Frig, try to talk to a 20 year old about you can't. They'll no. they'll only know it in retrospect. Oh well, yeah, that was right. But they'll never listen. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, overall, the same advice remains: maintain social. What? The audio cut out again. Why? I need this new computer ASAP. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Just system overload. System overload. System too slow. Oh shit. Well, at least you got it now. It's yeah. it's coming. And that other stuff that you ordered before came really quick, right? So you never know. Yeah. Keeping the um, Canada-U.S. border closed for as long as possible will also prevent a lot. So that's that's a good thing. Now, a very light, fun little story. Late on me. Yeah, it's this is finally. Okay, good. Finally. What's your uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, no, wait. First, let me ask you. What do you think that are the top three uh, most popular ice cream flavors? Rocky Road, Napoleon. Top three. I don't know. Top uh, three. Chocolate. Okay. Vanilla. Yeah. Wasabi. Strawberry. Yes. No. Oh. oh, so Napoleon. No, but those three separate flavors, not Napoleon. Well, Napoleon is all three in, in no, one. No, that's in one. Yeah, that's but not... Napoleon would be the top three in one. No, because... What do you mean no? No. What do you mean no? It's chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. What's Napoleon ice cream? Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying, but... Not everybody likes them mixed together. Well, they're not mixed or separate, but just in the same container. It's... Oh, stop it. You're being ridiculous right now. I can see why the your friends fought with you on the floaty. <laughs> okay, so the reason I ask is because... What, okay, and I have one more question for you. What is your favorite ice cream flavor out of those three? And don't say f- fucking Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon? <laughs> Chocolate. Me too. I think that's everybody's answer. Really? Yeah. Can you please, if you're watching on Facebook, can you comment on uh, below and tell me what your favorite ice cream flavor is out of those three? Are you a chocolate fan, vanilla, or strawberry? I'm really curious. So they did a fun poll of 2,000 adults. I feel like we should do more polls like this. Just distract people and remind them that ice cream also exists in the world and it's Mm. delicious. A fun poll of 2,000 adults aimed to discover if there are, are blah, 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 if there were any differences between Americans who prefer vanilla, strawberry, or chocolate. Based on the survey, it says, okay, so let me see. This it's obviously chocolate. What? The favorite. No, no, it's not about favorite. It's just oh. what does it say about your personality? Oh. Vanilla ice cream lovers are on average more introverted. 
That makes sense. Prefer dogs over cats. They prefer washing dishes over doing laundry. This is ridiculous. And they are night owls. Yeah, I know, but at least it's light and fun. No, but I know. How do they know that, though? Cho- because they did a survey. Well. Chocolate ice cream lovers, on the other hand, are more extroverted, enjoy a romantic comedy, and love listening to pop music. Chocolate ice cream lovers also tend to have more variety in their interests. In addition to pop music, chocolate ice cream lovers also love rock and R&B music. Yeah, but it's so vague. It's like a psychic. It's nope. like, uh, I'm sensing you lost someone <laughs> with an, is there an M in your life? They're like, oh my God, my Uncle Michael. Yes, Michael. I'm getting Michael. <laughs> They're like, vanilla people like music and good times. Strawberry people <laughs> like having fun and pop. While chocolate people also love pop and rock and roll and R&B and maybe country. I'm like, yeah. Uh, everyone's going to fit in any of those categories. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, cynical, yeah. just listen. I know, why am I cynical? Jeez, I'm... Um, um, what's wrong with me you're right this is fun strawberry ice cream respondents were more likely to find love earlier than their chocolate or vanilla loving counterparts (laughs) a full two years before chocolate lovers strawberry people are on average found love at 24 years old one year before vanilla lovers when it came to (laughs) the ideal way was this written by a teenager like who wrote this I know when it comes to the ideal way to enjoy ice cream Americans prefer their scoops and cups topped with three different toppings. It says chocolate chips rank as the number one ice cream topping in the survey. Not for me. What is it? Um, I would do like, not chocolate chips. I would do like, I love the Oreo crumbles. Um, hot fudge. I like caramel. Maybe some peanuts. I like Snickers. Anyway, strawberry ice cream <laughs> fanatics on average find love at 24 years old. They like doing laundry, prefer sci-fi movies, and listen to jazz. Vanilla ice cream lovers on average find love at 25, are introverted, prefer dogs, prefer washing dishes. I already said this. Chocolate ice cream fans are extroverted, find love at 26, find enjoy romantic comedies like pop and rock music. That And that's it. That's it. Uh, I'm just ending on a very fluffy, fluffy story. A very sweet story. Get it? Yeah. Cute. Good one. Um, Yeah, that's your daily dose for today. Oh, shit. Oh, heard the cat. I know. He's going, he just jumped off the counter a little. Oh, no one commented. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. I love your Kleenex dance. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No one commented on their favorite ice cream flavor. Oh, well. Their loss, not ours. They're, they're they must lost, all be. Ours. They ours. must also be. They must all be vanilla lovers. Introverts. Introverted. Introverts. Don't beat me to the punchline. Sorry. Hello? Just joking. This episode of The Julian Dion Show is brought to you once again by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor, go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best salsas, hot sauces, jellies, and grilling sauces out there. Trust me. Trust me, okay? We're hooked on the stuff. Our we friend, are. chef by trade, Doug Knight, and his wife, Flora, they're obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every single time. I don't know how they do it. They do. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Do yourself for the hot sauce lover in your life a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40, and they ship anywhere in North America. Listeners of this program, get an, adi- <laughs> get an additional 5% off at checkout by entering promo code JD5, JD5, JD5 at <laughs> checkout. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Gringos. Do yourself a favor and get yourself some flavor. Hi. Hi. I'm Gringo's Ambassador, Jen Grant. Ambassador. 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 So there we go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You know. Oh, jeez. The 
the world is uh, okay. seems to be falling apart at the seams with Kanye West running for president and mask wars happening every day and COVID effect- affecting young people. Just remember this. Two, three. Before I get there, I just want to say that... Uh, doesn't get old. You know... Today's a Monday show, and sometimes Monday can be a little lethargic. You think, I've got a work week ahead. ahead. Just keep in mind that a lot of people aren't working right now, so count yourself lucky if you do have a job to go to. And remember that almost we're not there yet, but... (laughs) Long intro. Remember that even if you're on CERB, you should be grateful. You've got one month left. They've extended it for six months, and... Somehow we'll get through all of this in two, three, here we go. Almost there, not quite. Figured that I would just come on and tell you that... Look at yourself in the mirror and be grateful for everything you've got. Your friends, your family, your job, your life, your house, and your (laughs) wife. And remember that at the end of the day, we're all going to get... Together we're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through it no matter what. No matter what we will fight for your right to live life that you want. Live the life that you need so that you're you can help your family feed. Oh, I'm too tired for this shit. I'm so tired. I need a nap. Oh my gosh. I think I'm going to wrap it up because, son of a gun, we are tired, 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 like an 18-wheeler. That's a lot of tires, and if I was tired like a unicycle, that would mean that I'm not that tired. Oh my god. Get it? Because that's just one tire. Oh my god. But if I'm really tired, I say I'm tired like an 18-wheeler. Get it? Because an 18-wheeler has a lot. If I'm medium tired, I'd say like maybe a mid-sized truck. Or maybe a uh, scooter if I'm not tired. That's very little tired. Oh my god. This is a bit of a stretch. It means that the amount of tiredness. <laughs> I just wanted to show this video first. This guy, this man in Montreal was arrested for not wearing a mask in a Tim Hortons. It's pretty dramatic. Something happened here too in Wakefield like that at a Tim Hortons, as a matter of fact. Really? Yep. Oh. Let me show you. Let me show you the ongoing mask wars is nonstop. Hey, watch this. Tim Hortons in Montreal. So he's saying, uh, I'm, no, I'm going to order without a mask. Fuck your laws. There's two cops, one in front of him, one behind him, both wearing masks. Everybody else is wearing masks. And they can tackle him. This is a bit much. They're trying to take him down. He pushes the cop. Cop takes out his pepper spray. She's saying, uh, uh, meaning it's not exaggerated. For a mask, Oh my god. Oh my god. And one of the cops isn't wearing a mask. Look at that. Okay. I can see them wearing a mask. No, there's a guy. There's a, no, the cop that kicked her out is not wearing a mask. Those two are, though. Yeah, but the other one isn't. Oh, I didn't see that. And he's... he's oh, shit. And he's got his knee on the back of the guy and he doesn't have a mask. You didn't see it on the end of the Now video? I can, yeah. Anyway, I'm all for wearing masks, but I thought that was a little excessive. Pepper spraying a guy in Tim Hortons. The guy shoved the cop, though. I know, but Jesus. No, I agree. I agree, but he shouldn't have... Sho- like, why would you shove a cop? They should have just, like, twisted his arm and walked him out the door, not... 
You know what? So pepper spray and tackle them. I don't know. You know what I'm realizing is is my mom had told me about the story and she just assumed it was in Wakefield. <laughs> really? Yeah. She just assumed. <laughs> That's how false information travels. I know. Because you said, because I thought, what are the chances this also happened at a Tim Hortons here? I'm like, That's I think. That's the I think internet the, for you. That's how it starts. I know. I think the source uh, of my story was wrong. You should correct her before. She's probably told like 14 people. Yeah. And I think we would have heard about it, like, not through news. We would have heard about it through the community if that happened here at our Tim Hortons. Yeah. Or at least, yeah. Anyway. But that, that, that other cop, why the hell is he not wearing a mask? Yeah, well, I would I would imagine that the only way that he would get away with not wearing one is if he had asthma or there was an actual reason for it. Because how can, how can he not wear one? I don't think cops can have asthma. No? Well, I don't know. They, they do go through these physical tests. They have to chase people and stuff. Yeah, they do. A lot of them don't look like they can chase people. Well, they think they let themselves go once they pass the test. But yeah, he, that guy was kind of chubby. <laughs> I don't Lee, know. Lee, I, Lee Cormier said he might have taken the last Boston cream. That's true. Uh, I, I don't know why. The, uh, I mean, it's... They are good. I don't know what the circumstance is that this other cop was not wearing a mask, but... There's no excuse. If you're pepper spraying someone for not wearing a mask and then you come in like breathing on people and he's not social distancing yeah, from the, the person that he's... T- he's So this woman that's recording and she's like, he's, uh, he's right in her face yelling to turn off her camera. Not social distancing, no mask. So Yeah, that's not cool. No. Yeah, like if you can't wear a mask, you shouldn't be doing stuff that's out in public. You should be on desk duty or something. And once again, the audio cut. We're so sorry about it. That? We're so sorry about it. All right, I'm going to go have a nap. Yeah. I need a nap. No problem. I really need a I can't function right now. Okay. So. Well, the good news is you actually can have a nap. Hi. I'm Napping Clown. Napping Napping Clown? clown. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't know. Sometimes things come out and they just do. What? Well, thanks so much everyone for uh listening, for watching. It's so great. Oh shit. What? Uh the audio cut out, let hard, me guess. The hard, audio cut out. <laughs> it's hard to do the show when you're tired. Okay, whoops. There we go. Welcome to the... Welcome. Oh my goodness. You need a nap big time. Hee, yep, 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 yeah. I need a nap. And one nap right now. now. I gotta go. Go lie down. Oh, Zoom stopped. Oh no. Don't tell me that was... Uh, I don't need to know. No. All right. I'm going to song. go out of sleep a no. All right, thank how, you for watching. You know how I know this song is awesome? I never get sick of it. I know. I love it. Such a uh, thank you for watching uh, once again, everybody. We do this for you, so we appreciate it. If you could give us a little share or like, that would be great. We are live on Facebook Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. and available on demand on everywhere you get your podcast. We'll be back tomorrow morning with some energy and some show. Good night, Jenny. Good night. Love you. Yeah, I'm going to bed. I'm so tired. Enjoy your day. Happy Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, watch your head. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time. A beautiful waste of time Just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time Time. A beautiful waste of time
Of 